to be with you guys here. Listen, it wouldn't be church if there wasn't some technical difficulty at some point. I'm so glad to be here with you, and I firstly want to honor Pastor Kevin and Devin. Um, like past, uh, Pastor Ryan, Ryan said, he's like my pastor, listen. And um, uh, I've been here now officially like 11 years, and 10 of those were with... Um, at, as a Connections pastor, and then for the last year and a half, I've been able to be with Redemption School of Ministry and pouring into them. Uh, but honestly, I'm a daughter of the house. I've been with Pastor Kevin and Devin for like 19 years. Today, they celebrate 20 years at this church, and um, so I'm just excited to be able to be here. Cleveland, this is my first service that I'm able to come here, and I just cannot contain it. I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited to see what the Lord is doing in Cleveland. The only reason I live in Tennessee now, the only reason I'm connected to where I'm at now is because I came to school here in 2000. And so Cleveland is a ground that I feel like I have sown into and I could not be more grateful for Pastor Chris and Crystal Horvath. Um, come on, can you give it up for your pastor, campus pastor? I love them so much. So today, I'm excited to talk to you about um, shining. If I had a, um, I don't know, a message, it would uh, a, a title, it would be activate and shine. So can you look at your neighbor and say activate and shine? They did not seem like they believed you. Can you look at your other neighbor and tell them activate? Oh, there it is, and shine. And so if you would stand, I'm just going to read four verses, and then we are going to get started. Matthew 5, 14 through 16. And it reads like this. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and gives and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine. Look at your neighbor again and say, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the sweet spirit we feel in this house today, God. We honor your presence. We honor what you're already doing. And we thank you, God, that every day you activate us and you make us shine bright, God. It is because of you that we are able to do this, God. And so today, just touch my lips. God, let me speak what you would speak, God. And God, we believe in you. We love you, Father God. So let signs, wonders, and miracles happen in this house today. Oh, come on, somebody agree with that. Let signs, wonders, and miracles happen, not just in this house, God, but in this city, God. We thank you, God, for your light, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 
If you haven't seen from the last five minutes, I like to smile. I, I love Buddy the Elf because smiling is my favorite. It really is. And I also like when you talk to me, and I'm going to have you activated and speak just like Pastor Kevin. Like I said, I've been under him for 19 years, so it's part of my culture. It's honestly weird when I'm told not to do anything with my neighbor through an entire preaching, okay? So you introverts, just hold on, and you exercise extroverts, you have fun, okay? John 8, 12 says this, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. What a promise. What a promise, especially in the time that we live right now, in the season that we live right now, and the things that are occurring. There is such darkness in this world. But God, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. And if you follow me, you're not going to be in darkness. Don't you worry. You have the light of life inside of you. We are meant to be the light. In the word, there are so many things that... You know, God calls us and Jesus says to us, and I love all these things. I consistently research them. And one of my favorite things that he calls us is the light. One of my favorite things is Matthew 5. He's um, doing all these beatitudes, but then he says, hey, you're salt and you are light. Salt is great. That could be its own message, but that's not the message I'm going to preach today. But I'm going to take that second half. He says, you're salt and you are light. Today, I want to remind you, I want to um, challenge you, push you, kind of like a coach to say, don't you forget who you are, and don't you forget what's inside of you, because it is needed for this season. Because it is not just needed inside these four walls. Oh, yes, we need you to connect here, and we need you to preach. I mean, we need you to teach, and we need you to serve, and we need you to do ushering and all the things that make this happen. But we need you to shine outside of these four walls. Come on, somebody. I need you for what God has activated you for in the kingdom of God. Ephesians 4 talks so much about how we are the body of Christ, right? One of us is the neck. One of us is the knee. Maybe Pastor Chris is the big toe, you know. Whatever we are, we are all needed because how many of you know you want every part of your body to be together and on you at all times? Amen. Y'all better say amen. I don't want to separate my body in any way, any way possible, okay? And that's why God says that to us through the word. He says that we are all part of the body. We are all needed to expand the kingdom of God. We all have different giftings, but it's not just for each other. It's for the darkness, Dun, dun, dun. No one knows what to say. Yes. No. We have to say yes to this because it is what Jesus says to his disciples when he, when he visited them after he leaves. He said, now I want you to 
go. I don't want you to just stay with the knowledge that I have given you. I don't want you to take what you have seen and let it go to the grave with you. I want you to go. I want you to make disciples. I want you to baptize them in Jesus' name. But so many times as the body of Christ, we think, well, that's your job. Well, you're right in a sense, but it's also your job. You each have an activation, a gifting that God has given you, and he's called us to be the light. And light bulbs are such a great representation of what we are. Have you guys ever studied light bulbs? Can we take a little, like, detour and teach for a little bit, right? I love Thomas Edison. Thank you, Lord, for Thomas Edison. I really do. I'm so glad that he tried and failed and tried and failed some more to give us these light bulbs because if not, we would be here by candlelight trying to catch the wax and trying not to die of heat, okay? And so we love light bulbs because they make our lives easier. But a light bulb has everything that it needs to work when you go to the store. Have y'all been to a light bulb aisle recently when I went and got this? You go, if, if, if Ryan asked me to go get a light bulb, I'd be like, uh, do you need to send me with a picture, a very definition of what you need? Because if you go to Lowe's, Home Depot, even Walmart, and you go to the light bulb section, there are hundreds upon hundreds of options of light bulbs that you can get. When I was growing up, Pastor Chris, we just did that 100-watt, anybody else, you just buy the 100-watt light bulb, and that's all you have. You go today, and there's LED, green, yellow, mood lighting. There are these fun things. There's the regular ones. They're the big ones, the 40, there's 10. There's ones that come with remotes. Lights can come in all different ways, but every single one of those lights, when you buy it and you bring it home, you don't have to put it together. You don't have to figure out where to put the filament and the inert gas and be able to do the glass thing. Those are all parts of what's inside a light bulb, okay? And so a light bulb is just like us. We were created by God. Psalm 139 declares that he made us every part of us. Actually, you can turn there. I love to use my word. I love to use the word. Psalm 139 says this. Uh, where can I find it? It's coming to me right now. Verse 13. For it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and I know this very well. My bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret, when I was formed in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. We have everything we need inside of us because the creator that made us knew exactly what we would be doing today. Every fashioned day is an opportunity to walk in the calling that God has given each and every single one of us. 
So a light bulb is just like you and me. We have everything we need to do what we need to do. But the enemy would love nothing more than to steal that identity and rob it from you. So what we need to do as light bulbs is we need to make sure that we are connected to a source that actually activates us. We need to make sure that what we are feeding ourselves, that what we are watching, that the things that we are putting in our ears and in our, in our ear gate and our eye gate and the things that we are feeding our soul with are things that activate us and not things that inhibit the power of God in our lives. Oh, I know it's really easy to light up in here when the praise team is singing and everyone around us is doing all the right things that lead us closer to God. But I'm talking about in the darkness outside of these four walls. We need to make sure that the connection that we most need, which is Christ Jesus, is what we are connected to. Because as light bulbs, we need to make sure that it is not me but Christ in me. And we need to make sure that we are lighting up places for him and not for anything else. And so we need to make sure that we are connected to a source. We need to make sure that we are activated. And it looks different for every single person, right? The day that you came to God and you realized that you needed Jesus in your life looks different than what my day looked like, okay? Because we are wired for connection, every single one of us. And the day that the Lord connected with you is the day that the Lord activated you inside. There are so many counterfeit connections that are trying to vie for you in this day and age. Oh, don't you worry. I know all about it because I struggle with it too. Fake connection on social media, fake connection in all the news that's coming out. But guess what? There's only one connection that will make you shine brighter than you ever thought possible. Only one connection that will light the fire inside of you, and that is Christ Jesus. I don't know who's in this room today, but if you've severed your connection with God, today is the day to make it right. If your relationship with God is only on Sundays and Wednesdays, today is the day to get a connection with Christ like you've never done before. We are living in a day and age, I actually was thinking about this, and I, I, this is just the way that I think, and it gives you a little insight into me if you don't know me, but you know, we are not living in the day and age that we could sing the song, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, this little light of mine, no, we're in the day when we need to sing that song, God is fighting for us. Pushing back the darkness, lighting up the kingdom that cannot be shaken. Oh, come on, somebody. That's the kind of day and age that we live in now. And we need to let our light shine. And listen, this is awesome right here. If I asked the team to turn off all the lights and this was the only light here, it would be amazing. Because it would actually shine and you would actually see. And even in the back, you would be able to come here and be drawn to the light. But guess what? That's not the way the kingdom of God works. He wants us all to be activated. So I had fun at the light bulb aisle. And I said, listen, not all of us look the same, right? 
This might be our seasoned saints right here, like Pastor Kevin talks about. This might be our children's pastors, because, you know, they're always different. And then we have our youth pastors. We have our children's workers. We have the efficient ones. We have the other ones. I mean, it all looks different. But there's activation that occurs. And there is something that happens when the entire body connects and decides to make God the source of what it's doing. This one might not be going in. There it is. There it is. Now, if I put that, if I preach behind this, it's hard, right? Because there's so much brightness that you're like, I can't really see you, right? Because you're seeing the light. Because the light is who? God. That's what it needs to look like when people come here. It's not about us, church. It's not about my individual gift or calling. It's not about what I can do. Listen, I spend a lot of time as a person, can I be real here, trying to do all the works and saying, look at what I can do. Isn't this amazing? And God was like, are you ready to move out of my way so that I can shine through you and that I can receive? Receive what needs to happen. It's not about me. It's not about anyone that's here on stage. I'm telling you, it's about the body of God activating for the kingdom of God. We have to be activated. And God is awesome in that every time he gives us a physical thing um, in the word, it is a spiritual truth as well, right? It happens all the time in the word, and I love that, right? And so just like these light bulbs have something inside of them burning, we do too. Because What's inside and in the old school light bulbs, okay, y'all, I'm telling you, I went to museums on this, okay? It was a fire. And it's still, right? Um, again, I'm telling you my age, but, you know, they were like, don't leave anything fabric near a light bulb. Don't leave it. It's going to cause a fire. It's a hazard. And I actually looked this up to make sure that I wasn't telling a lie. It actually will cause a fire if you leave things near a light bulb, like the old school light bulbs. I know the LED light bulbs are all safe and all that fun stuff. But the truth is still there. There is a fire inside of each one of these. There is an activation that is going on. Because, see, what we see is the overflow of what's happening inside of these light bulbs. And that's how God designed us, that the overflow of the fire of God that's inside of us would be what would draw men to him. It doesn't say it will draw all men to Lomari. Thank God for that because I can't do anything for them. But Christ in me, the hope of glory, the deliverer is the one that will draw them to him. And that fire is power. It's dunamis. It's the Holy Spirit. Like Acts 2. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all of Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. 
if I am stirring your spirit, good, because it stirs me too. Where is my assignment today, God? Where is it that you're acting, asking me to activate the power of God? It may be with your babies. It may be at your job. It might be at the supermarket. It doesn't matter where it is. When we yield to the power of our source, don't you worry about a thing. He's going to work everything out, and he's going to do what he needs to do. I am so glad for the power of the Holy Spirit inside of me. I am so happy that I have a fire burning inside of me because you see, when it gets dark in my life, I don't have to worry about the darkness. I have to keep the fire burning inside of me. Oh, come on. Did you hear what I said? Well, Pastor Omari, you don't know what's happening in my life. You have no idea what I've been through. I'm telling you, I've been there too. There have been days that I did not want to get up out of bed. I was so struck with panic and anxiety. And I said, Father, I have no idea what I'm about to do. I don't know which way is up. I am weighed with anxiety. But I did know this. Those that call upon the Lord shall be saved. Those that keep the fire burning and stand on their source will keep burning bright for the Lord. And I would remind myself, Wamari, you were made for this. You are a bottom dweller. You are someone that can go in the darkness and you will keep it light. Don't believe me? God created creatures that are called bioluminescent creatures. Yeah, he did. They're also called like fireflies. Uh, when I grew up in Puerto Rico, there's this bay called the, I can't say it in English because I just think about it in Spanish bioluminescent bay like and you go on a boat at night after the sun sets all the way at night and you get on this boat they have great soup there and my mom and dad would take us there all the time and you go on this boat and it has plastic bottoms and you go out at night and they turn off all the lights and it lights up because there are things in the depths of the sea that are activated with light God has designed us just like that. We do, not to be, we do not need to be scared of dark places, of dark seasons, or of things that feel like, oh, Lord, because he has equipped you for such a time as this. Because like the word says, he has fashioned this day for you. And what you need to do is activate the power of the Holy Spirit. And you just need to call upon him today. Listen, dunamis uh, power has so many things, so many different facets. It's strength. It's inherent power. It's a power to work miracles. It's moral power and strength. Um, it's power of great numbers. It's power consisting of a host. But the one that I want to talk about today is power and influence. The dunamis power of God gives us influence over an atmosphere. When we walk out of here, what we have felt, it doesn't stop. 
We can carry it everywhere that we go. I actually talked to my daughter the other day about this. I said, baby, I know you don't want to leave it. Like Pastor Chris has been saying, the youth have been going all night. They've been laying out. They lay out themselves. And even my son Noah, he goes to the ark, and he's like, Mom, our chapel, it was supposed to be, <laughs> Miss Dana's over there, it was supposed to be half an hour, and we were in there two hours later, and we kept asking, what time is it? And the teachers were like, we don't care because something happens when we activate and connect to a source that is never ending, that will never stop. And he said, um, and so that power, it has influence because they, when they're drawn to you, they're going to wonder, wait a minute. She has this circumstance going on, she has this circumstance going on, and she has this circumstance going on. How is it possible that she could be smiling and greeting me more than I'm greeting her? Is the power of the Holy Spirit. It's the power that's inside of me. It's the power that you see, right? Have you ever walked into Walmart and greeted the greeter instead of letting the greeter greet you? Yes? Uh-huh. You're like, hello, how are you doing? And they don't know what to do. Or have you ever greeted a McDonald's worker, right? They're like, can I take your order? I'm like, hi, what's your name? I'm telling you, I'm like Buddy the Elf all the time. Because, see, we think that our influence and the power that we have is just right here. And listen, I love to jump. I love to worship. I love to lay hands on people. But that's not where the story ends. The gift that I have is for activation of the lost. It's for activation of those that are not here. And so we have power of influence, and we let it die when we walk out those doors. Don't let it die. Like, let it shine. Go out and be that which you are here to your coworkers, to your family. Make the place that you are in a place where he can inhabit. Well, I can't worship. Well, under your breath, you could say prayers. Listen, you could do a drive-by oiling anytime. Jesus, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I call forth all the spirit of the Lord in this atmosphere. And I declare that we will not have grumpy co-workers today. Oh, come on, somebody. You know it's true. Bring a box of donuts. You'll change an atmosphere. Well, that's not Jesus. I promise you they're going to start coming to you when they need someone with joy, when they need someone with hope, when they need someone that can withstand all these things. There's an activation in the kingdom right now. There is a pulling on the kingdom gifts by God right now. I don't know if you're feeling that, but in the kingdom, he is setting people on fire, not just to stay where they're at, but to burn, baby, burn, and go wherever you are. Because, see, fire catches. <laughs> Yes, it does. It sure does. And so if he said we are the light of the world and he is the light of the world, he wants us to be activated. Um, if you have your word, I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 12, verse 4. It says, now there are different gifts, 
but the same spirit. Different gifts, different ways it looks, different ways that it, it might not be your cup of tea and you might not like that red light bulb, but guess what? You're not the one in charge of what I have inside of me, okay? So different gifts, same spirit. There are different ministries, but the same Lord. And there are different activities, but the same God activates each gift in each person. Are you letting the Lord activate you? A demonstration of the Spirit is given to each person to produce what is beneficial. And then it gives a whole list of things. And this isn't the only place that you can find a list of giftings. But it goes through the Spirit of wisdom, message of knowledge, um, faith, uh, gifts of healing, performing of miracles, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits different kinds of languages, to another interpretation of languages. And verse 11 says this, but one and the same spirit is active in all these, distributing to each person as he will. One and the same spirit is active. Listen, that if you do like word studies and all this, that word spirit, it's a, it's the same uh, word that was used when it said, and the Holy Spirit, Spirit overshadowed Mary. It's the same one that's used where it says, and the Spirit descended on Jesus when he was baptized. That's the kind of Spirit that's inside of you and me. The same one that performed the miracle in Mary. The same one that was present in that baptismal. And when it says active and you study that Greek word, it says putting forth power. So if I use those things, listen, the gifts that are activated in us, the Holy Spirit is breathing on them and putting forth power. That means whether you are changing a baby's diaper in the nursery, the Holy Spirit is there and he's putting forth his power. Or you're at the jails and you're speaking to people who would never hear the word of God. There is power there. Or you're in another country and you're doing, or you're at Walmart and you're smiling at someone and you're having a conversation with them. The spirit of God is active in all of these gifts. So the challenge to you and me is saying, what is disconnecting me from the power of God? What distractions have I let stop my source? Or is this just something that I do when I walk in these doors? God doesn't want that anymore. Like I said, he loves people that love to sing this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. But the day and time has come where we need to say, absolutely not. God is fighting for me. He's pushing back the darkness. He's lighting up a kingdom that cannot be shaken. I don't want for it to just be on Pastor Kevin. I want to be a part of what God's doing here on earth. It takes us yielding to his power. It takes us tarrying and praying and fasting. Oh, don't you think I didn't feel it when Pastor Ryan was like, hey, we're fasting. Everyone's like, hmm, okay. And I did like he said, soap opera. No more days of our lives for you probably still going on. 
Because sometimes to be activated, it means saying no to something else. Something that might be good, but it's not God. And there are seasons in our lives where God will ask us a little extra to push back the plate. Or God will ask us in our, listen, I love to read uh, for fun. I love to read and watch documentaries. I love to do all that stuff. But let me tell you something, Pastor Chris. For the last couple months, I've not been able to even open up. And it's not that it's bad. It's just that I have a hunger for the word of the Lord more than I have a hunger for anything else what is our hunger for what connection do we want to maintain and sustain in these times because it's gonna show up when you're faced with the darkness it's going to show up but here's the thing our promise is that we are the light of the world let's not hide it under a basket right let's not be like oh it's okay here I am. It's all good. The church in here, that's good. No. Shine bright. Be activated and let God do things in you that you cannot even imagine. Right? Because that's what his word says. That's his promise over us. Abundantly above all that we can think or imagine. What's your thought life like? Because it says above what you can think or imagine. So today, I want to challenge you to activation. So would you stand with me today? There's an activation in the kingdom of God that is happening, and I don't want you to miss it. I don't want you to think that it's just for anybody on stage. It's not. As a matter of fact, I couldn't do it without you. We couldn't do it without you. Pastor Kevin couldn't do it without you because it's not about us. It's about the lost. It's about those that are out there. And his presence is with you everywhere you go. I just want you to check in your heart right now. God, what am I connected to? What is the thing that ultimately, right, where is it ultimately that I'm connected to? And what am I allowing to feed me power? What am I allowing to minister to me, to speak to me? And am I doing the activation that you would like for me to do? And I know so many times we're like, well, I don't know what I'm meant to do. I promise you. Sometimes we just need to do what we're doing, and God's going to be moving in that. If you like to talk to people, that's a gift right there. Not everyone likes to talk to people. If you can spark up a conversation with no problem, that's a major gift right there. If you can administrate like it's nobody's business and Excel sheets do not scare you, that's a gift right there. God has given us all varied gifts, varied grace, and we could go so deep inside of that. But he's such a good God. We spoke about it. It was the blood and the blood that was shed on Calvary. Let's not waste it. The gifting that he's given us, the salvation that he's given us, he has redeemed us so that we could redeem others.
He has lit us on fire so that we can light others up on fire. There is no greater reward than watching someone that has been saved and delivered be able to serve and save and deliver others. I, I promise you, I could go through an entire list of people in our church, the Bilbrys that were so neat, they were so gone in all these things. And they're here in the parking lot sometimes. And James is the one that dances when he's parking. How much joy can you have parking? I don't know. Why don't you join him? It's really fun out there. Or so, I mean, again, I can go, and I know Pastor Chris can too, and Ryan can, of people in our church that are living, breathing, walking miracles. And all they did was say, I want to be connected to you, and I'm going to shine. Because the devil thought he had me, but ha, 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 I am free today. And when we walk in freedom, we will walk in the light. And when we walk in freedom, we will walk in power. And today the Lord wants to fill you with that power. Today the Lord wants to equip you with the fire that you need to be able to do things. Well, Pastor Omari, I've never done it that way. And I love saying this. If you want to see something you've never seen, you got to start doing things you've never done. And we got to step out of our comfort and say, God, not my will, but yours be done. Activate me and use me. Activate and use me. Can you just lift your hands right now? We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, God, that you choose us. I do. I, de I deeply feel today that God is just, he's saving. He's, he's reminding some of you, you are not far gone. You are not off this path. God has you. He has made you. You are his son and daughter. And all you have to do is say, nope, I'm going to unplug from that. And I'm going to plug into you, God. I don't need this. Hit, give me a hit. And then I leave. And then give me a hit. No. God wants to sustain you every day. There is nothing that you are involved in that God's grace, mercy, and power will not get you through. He is Savior. He is Redeemer. So if today, I'm going to do two calls. If you're like, I want to know Jesus. I want to know his power. Pastor Omari, I've been off on the wrong path. And today, I want him. I want Jesus in my life. I want to connect to him. I want to pray for you. And there are men and women that are going to meet you here in the altar. And then I'm also going to pray for those of you that are like, you know what? I've been connected. I I've been, I've been, I've been connected, but man, I want to be activated like never before. I want to be activated like never before. 
And listen, this is this is a, a call that is no respecter of age. Whether you're 88 in here or you're eight years old, God still has need of you. There is still need of you in this kingdom of God. So today I want you in RTTN style to look at your neighbor and say, do you want to be saved? Do you need to be activated? And I want us to come down here and be bold and say, God, we step into your activation for this season. We step into what you have for us today. Come on. Don't be shy right now. Lord, we thank you, God, for what you have done in this house today, God. I thank you so much, God, that like we have sung today, God, your blood is powerful, God, and it is awesome. And God, I thank you that that 